Welcome to the Selling Without Sleeves podcast with me, Sarah Jolly Jarvis. I'm here to share with you real life stories from high performing salespeople and business owners, as well as my own insights and learnings around what's working well right now in the sales world, telling things like it is without the sleeves. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jolly Jarvis, and today we are talking around how to provide value without giving away all the information, Um, giving away stuff that people should pay for. Um, And this question has come in from one of the listeners. So thank you very much, Vicky, for this question. Um, Before I get cracking on basically how do I give value without giving it all away um I am going to do a super quick update for you on selling without sleeves and then we will come back to this question and go through what I would suggest what the issues are um and and the pitfalls that you will want to avoid so keep listening so as a quick update for you um we've got some new copy that's going to go live um by the time uh, this is being recorded on Tuesday afternoon so by the time this podcast goes out on Thursday and that will hopefully be live as long as nothing crazy has gone um that's really exciting we've got youtube um videos well ads going out this week video ads going out this week so that's another exciting element um then we've got tiktok who we are working on from an organic point of view and um, once we've seen what performs well organically having done you know doing testing and um, we will then look to go live with ads so um really excited around that platform and the opportunities that are available there as far as our targets so i am a big fan of having a financial target for every month um having it up on that whiteboard for those of you which are in the selling without sleeves group you will see that i put up a photo of my uh, my whiteboard uh, with all the grids and everything else for ready to be filled in um, a couple of weeks ago. That's that was populated and that has been exceeded. So I've already exceeded my target for January. Um, really excited about that. The vast majority of that revenue, over fifty percent of that revenue, came from existing clients who were renewing some sort of package with me. Um, whether that be an add-on after being on the accelerator or one of my retainer clients. So I'm super excited um, to be continuing to work with those guys and uh, the you know from a numbers point of view the volume of people who do um resubscribe and, and continue to work with me um is a, is over the 80 percent mark um so it, it's really great that um i can have such an impact on people and they can continue to to want to work with me that being said um that is where we are so that means next month um i haven't got as many people renewing and so um it will be looking towards newer clients um and pulling in that that uh, revenue from um new opportunities so which is is a harder sell um so it would be interesting to see how i perform when my target is even higher next month so uh, watch this space but that, that's the the nature of you know what you're looking at is is you're looking at the um the opportunities that are available now um, bringing those opportunities in. Um, it was just timing wise that these people were in a position where they were coming towards the end um, or they were at the end um, of their, their sessions with me um, and wanted to continue. Um, and so obviously you don't have that um, every month. Uh, people work with me for three to four months at a time. So um, so they, they come to renew at different times. There's quite a few that came to renew this month, um, but next month I only have two. So um, if I pull those in, brilliant. Yeah, you, you're looking towards then. If I'm not making able to generate more income with my current leads, with my current clients, then you're looking towards fresh and newer leads, which are obviously hard work, harder work. 
So there we go. The question from Vicky was how to provide value. Okay, and her concern was how do I give value without giving it all away? There's obviously you've got social media, you've got everyone expects to have, you know, actionable value, quality value nowadays, and valuable bits of information from you. And that's how you show your worth. That's how you demonstrate your knowledge, your ability, and the impact that you can have on them. And so obviously, yes, it's really important to provide value. And so often people are worried over providing too much value, providing everything all the information so people can go off and they can do it on their own and be rest assured before we start on this topic that the vast majority of people even when they are given it on a plate do not go away and take the action by themselves um partly because it's it's having that um confidence that you're applying it in the right way um if you know if they knew they were applying it in the right way then they, they wouldn't they wouldn't need guidance but the vast majority of people are like you know does this relate to me am i doing it right um and so they need that send check they they need to have that um clarity from the person who has produced that information um equally um it comes down to motivation um i've been to events and seminars where people have stood up and they've been like you know i'm giving away all my information here um but 95 percent of you will do nothing about it and that is the scary truth is is that you know there's the consuming of information and then there's the applying of information um it, it's nice to sit there and consume information applying it can be a considerably um more difficult um and harder work to do so what i would say though when you are producing content when you are providing value when you're providing information is that you want to provide clarity on what's important and why it's important so you're basically you know selling them why and they need to focus on these areas by educating them okay now that is genuine education that isn't telling them something that isn't true just to get them in a position where they're going to buy your stuff okay this is saying to them this is what you need to work on this is what's important okay now if you have um kind of you you know, taste bits of information that you do not charge for. Um, you know, starting, think about it, you know, as a pyramid, your ideal clients at the top and um, coming into that pyramid, what do they need at that bottom level when they're entering your world? What do they need? Um, and so thinking about it that way, um, you know, what would that ideal client, what would your ideal client have wanted when they first started to get to know you? What was their biggest problem? And so you can give them a little solution for that problem, a little taster of what it's like to work with you, the quality of the information that you provide um, or the quality of product. Um, and so from there, they're able to make um, a, an informed decision as to, yeah, this person has an impact. Yes, this product does what I wanted to do. I want more of that. OK, as a rule of thumb, the how, especially when it's down to individual level. OK, you've got individuals who are wanting to find out how do I do this in my business? How do I generate leads in my business? How do I um, I'm thinking from, from my point of view, the questions that I get asked, you know, what's wrong with my sales process? Um, I've had somebody who's been in my world for quite some time and they wanted to know specific information about themselves. They were very quick to get on the free stuff, um, very quick to take advantage of the opportunities. They rated what I did. They rate what I do. Um, they're not rated. They rate. They continue to rate what I do. Um, but, you know, I said to them, you know what, this sort of information, I would have to get more details from you and we would have to have a call. It would be something that you'd have to pay for um, because, you know, it's 
from my point of view, it's going to take my time, it's going to take my expertise. I earned that expertise over years and years of doing sales and the financial investment and the time investment that I've made in upskilling myself. And so that would be applied to this scenario. So why wouldn't I charge for that? And they're going to get clarity and they're going to be in a position where they're going to make lots of money off the back of it. Um, but, you know, that person was was keen to get something for free again. And I just had to draw the line. Um, I kept with that stance and, you know, I saw them put out social posts on social media again going, oh, is anybody an expert? I got tagged in the post. Um, and, you know, so people were like referring back to me. Um, and then, you know, one of my competition jumped in and um, offered to, to provide advice for free. And if that if that person wants to offer advice for free, if your competitor wants to do that, that's totally up to them. Um, but, you know, you can think, well, I might lose that customer to that person if only I provided that information. But I was pretty certain that this person would continue to take free stuff without you know, parting with money. And they'd already done stuff, they'd already implemented stuff in their business, which had generated the money um, that they publicly said was down to me. Um, and so I, I wasn't in a position where I was willing to do that again, and I shouldn't do. Um, it's very nice sometimes to get testimonials, to get references, to get people build, build, banging the drum for you. But you do have to draw a line on those which are doing the whole free riding thing. The, the how, particularly when it's specific to that person's business, needs to be paid for. If you have charged other people for this service, for this information, um, then you can't, I can't morally live with the fact then that I'm charging one person and not another. Um, if it's outdated, if it was a long time ago, that's very different. But something which is current, that somebody's currently paid for, um, needs to continue to be paid for. I'm, I'm very into fairness. Um, and that for me is, is where I sit. But obviously, it's each to your own. Um, if you feel comfortable with that um, and you can justify that to yourself, then that's brilliant. But um, that, you know, that's not the place that I was in. Um, the same goes for um, IP. So, you know, the, in the intellectual property side of stuff. So, you know, if you know something, if you've, like I said, for, as, as that example, um, you know something because you've invested in yourself, you've created this understanding, you've, you've packaged it um, as a learning um, then, you know, somebody saying, hey, can I pick your brains um, over a coffee? Absolutely not. You know, unless you're going to take me somewhere rather nice and get me afternoon tea, it's going to come nowhere near how much I would charge for this option. Um, you know, talking approximately, talking about what we can do, how I can help. Brilliant. Yeah, I'll have a call with you. But um, am I going to exchange my knowledge for a cup of, well, we're talking about coffee because I don't even like the stuff, um, but, you know, hot chocolate, even with whipped cream and marshmallows, it's not going to come up to um, the, the level that it needs to to, to justify my, my time investment, my, my knowledge investment. You would not, for example, and it gets really awkward with knowledge because people feel like you're keeping something from them that you could freely give away. But putting this into context, right, if your business was a shop, Okay, so if you're, even if you're a coach, if you had, if your business was a shop, yeah, if that knowledge, that little bit of information was on a shelf and you had a friend or a relative who was like, hey, um, you've got that and that's what I want. Okay, if they walked into your shop, took it off the shelf and walked out without paying, you would be like, what on earth? And they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't do it because that's socially just not acceptable, that shoplifting. Um, so don't let people shoplift your brain um, because that's what they're doing when they're picking your brain in exchange for nothing or very, very little. Yeah, 
if they're going to have, if it's going to have an impact on them, it's going to have an impact on their business or their life, then that impact should be be paid for. Um, if you want to go down the route of testimonials or, um, you know, uh, shop, um, swapping of, um, of, of knowledge and skills swaps, then that's absolutely fine. That's down to you. Um, but make sure you are getting something in return because people don't value stuff they get for free. In short, how do you provide value without giving it all away? Well, you're very clear on, you talk about the what, you talk about the why, but you don't talk about the how. The how is something people pay for, the implementation, the actions, the steps they need to take to make that happen, the product that's going to make that happen, they have to pay for. Okay. If you are getting people wanting to pick your brains, to give it something a try, then be very clear with your boundaries. Be clear with your boundaries before it happens. Um, preparations and, and go, even going through the phrases of what you would say if somebody asks you so that you are confident with the way that you, you deliver it, um, is, is what I would encourage you to do. I hope that helps, Vicky. Um, it is something that help, happens a lot. Um, people can overgive. Um, and when I've talked around challenges, before and that's an area where it's very easy on mass to show value you want to show value you want to give value but give people too much value and they, they're under this impression that in five days with little snippets of information each day they have enough information to go away and replicate something that you would charge people high ticket for um which you know is is unrealistic and so you want to manage those people's expectations from the start this is a little taste of the bigger picture um it's actionable it's enough to see for you to see change but it's not enough to create that outcome that full outcome that you are after um and if it you know if it has impact particularly a financial impact but you know a, a creates a change for that person then why wouldn't they pay for it why shouldn't they pay for it so um you know be brave be clear with your boundaries and i hope that helps so thanks very much for sending that question in um if anybody else has a question please do send it in i will kind of insert it um one question a week um when, when I do these sessions um, will be really fab. So anyway, bye for now, guys. Happy selling. Thanks for listening to the Selling Without Sleeves podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you are listening from to leave us a review. It's a good way for us to know what you like so we can create more of it.